And welcome back to the big kickoff and Liffey Sound 96.4 FM. Joining us this morning is pro boxer John Joyce, ahead of his Celtic Clash 5 fight, in which he fights Tomasz Golash, is it? How do you say it? Don't say it. You might offend him and get him angry. <laughs> Just say some, some lad. From Poland, which uh, makes it uh, hoping to make a five from five. John, welcome to the kickoff. Now, hold on. Now, hold on. We have a problem here. You are down and out. Dave, let him in at that. Just don't say that. You, yeah. Let him in at that mic there, yours. You jump over there. Squeeze across there, John. And uh, Bugger, if you want to come across here. Yeah, no, it's dead as a doornail. Listen, four wins under your belt. So what have you learned as a pro boxer that you may not have thought about before turning pro? Um, punches are a lot heavier. Um, the gloves are a lot lighter. So when you get hit, you can feel a hell of a lot more than what you could with more padded gloves, I'd say, is the best way to describe it, because I'm using eight ounce gloves. Yeah. And it's basically like getting hit with knuckles. Right, you okay. Just, there's no padding across the, the front of the gloves at all, like, so I'd say that's probably the biggest change so far. Um, guys are a lot rougher, you get away with a lot more. You get pulled, tugged, you get pulled to the ground. Uh, Caught with head, so my second foot I got a really bad cut over my left eye. Like, right, um, you know, yeah, I got an awful a couple of bad headbutts off the guy. Like, and is it is it that much? So it's that much rougher, yeah, is it? It is, yeah, it okay, is. all right, game um, all together. Can you hear me? We're, we're in, Bogo, you're in, Go you're on, in. Switch. <laughs> switch. I'm getting nervous sitting that close. To the <laughs> um, so if you went back. To your first fight, what would you do differently in your first fight? Even though you've won it, what would you do differently knowing how you prepared and, and how, how you fought in that first fight? Um, to be honest, I wouldn't do much different because it was the perfect start. And a lot of people said, look like, I look like I've been a pro for years right. from how I started that fight. So to be honest, there's not much to change from it at all. Okay. Right. Second fight, I might have done differently though. What does... This fighter this week uh, bring to the table that maybe you didn't have before. Um, I don't know. I don't know much about him. I was supposed to fight him before, and he broke his hand. Right. And the fight was called off, and I ended up getting a stepping opponent. And I never even looked into this guy. I knew weeks beforehand I was supposed to fight him, and I never looked into him. But I looked into him this time, and he fought another Irish lad that's the same weight as me, and he. I don't know like he, people said he gave him a little bit of trouble but I didn't see the fight so I don't know so okay. I don't know I'll, I'll have to You'd see him in the ring do you specifically ask for all these Eastern Europeans or no it's just how it's just a conveyor belt yeah that's yeah. what it is you've nothing against the, the Eastern block or anything <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> <laughs> my, my second fight was a guy from Northern Ireland yeah but yeah he like. probably went out with a Polish guy or something <laughs> <laughs> so do you watch Rick, uh, Ricky do you watch Rocky Farr all the time and watch your your, your very own Ivan Drago <laughs> I will crash him the last fellow I fought was the image of him. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Hungary. I swear to God, they were like twins. Ah, uh, brilliant. So who 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 organises your fights? Um, you know Stephen Sharp? Yes. Stephen Sharp is the matchmaker for the show, so okay. it's him that gets in the opponents. All right. And then my manager then either says yes or says no. So. Okay. Your world ranking, do you know what it is? I think 600 and something. 600 oh, and eight. 608. Six You're better than Holyfield. You know that? Yeah. 
Jarvis Holyfield. Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> he's from uh, he's from Las Vegas. Uh, and we were scrolling up to find the next Irish fella just to see who we can take down next. And his name is Where's he gone? He's from Balbriggan. Craig Whitehouse. Yes. Same Whitehouse. stable. Um oh. Spanham, we well we used to be. I don't know, he like he he had a, he lost his last fight and yep. He hasn't been doing much since, but beforehand we used to spar each other all the time. Like, okay, so you're saying you'd kill him? So he's 567. <laughs> you like him, like you could really skip up. But yeah. <laughs> so Pacquiao is toured. So oh yeah, let's let's see where you could be. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the top of the tree. Yeah, you've got all the big boys. Um, number one, obviously, is Jeff Horn. Obviously, the guy who defeated Pacquiao in Australia. Then you've Errol Spence Jr., Pacquiao, Garcia, Porter. Yeah, so. Still a bit of way to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit. <laughs> ah, still though. Like, it's it's impressive though, you know. Six fights or five, f- well, will be your fifth fight in. And obviously you'll go up a, another couple of levels after defeating this guy. Has he got a ranking or have you any idea? Um, Couldn't I, be arsed. No, I don't yeah. know. To be honest, I don't really care who I fight. I just learn as much as I can about yeah. them beforehand, get in and I just do the business. Yeah. That's all I but think. is there... Like, so you don't do any homework then on who you're oh, fighting? I do do homework. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I normally do. Like, when we... Uh, Coach Barry, Barry, Barry does watch videos on the guys and tells me exactly okay. how we have to fight them. Like, okay, that's, that's so you don't I'm actually like. watch it. You're just told he's, I don't know, a weakness for body blows. That's yeah. what you'll work on, and yeah. that's it. Except for the second fight, that guy James O'Gorman was was very experienced. So um, I myself had to watch fights. So I literally had to watch him. Like, right. like the guy, I swear to God, all I was short to do was picking up the corner still and hitting with him. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> twice nails, like. Um. So where is the fight on? Um. The Good Council GA Club on the Dava Road in Drimna. Okay. He used to hold pro wrestling down there. So. Oh right. So yeah, used an to. Alright, little, little spot. Like. So if all goes astray, you're gonna. Throw him out the ring. Yeah, that's it. And obviously, you're in the stadium for for three of your fights. Was it anything different? Was it a bit strange down in Waterford, or did you have just as much of a good crowd for yourself? Or I had a good crowd, but it was it was it was a good step out of my comfort zone. Like, yeah, I couldn't do my normal routines and stuff. Like, I went. I tell you, I went down to get my hair cut. <laughs> and normally, I go down to the Paddy's barbers to get my hair. Yeah, whatever. Other barbershops are available. No, there's none allowed. No, only Paddy's. <laughs> And uh, I went down, I was searching around Waterford Town for a bar, I was going to find one, I seen this place, I think it was the Urban something it was called, and it ended up being a hairdresser. Right. And I went in to get my hair cut, and I swear to God, it was the worst haircut I'd ever got in my life, it was like someone put a ball around my head, and I had to go <laughs> searching around again the Waterford to get another hair haircut, and your man fixed me hair. And I got a hotel shave off him as well, and altogether the whole day cost me sixty euro for two haircuts. Oh, first. so you were in a right bad mood before oh, that. I was, like, yeah. I, would be. I was like a demon. <laughs> Imagine if you had that. I watch you like oh, bad hair day. Excuse me, what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's one of the things I have here. Is there anything since your first fight? Is there anything you're doing differently in camp, or is it very much keep? Don't, what's don't, don't, what's broke don't, or if it's not broken don't fix it um, I'm just the only thing is I'm just increasing the intensity of training yeah. sessions building up the amount of sparring and my sparring is getting so much better as well like the the guys that my manager and coaches are putting me in with are a step above like whereas at the start he wouldn't have had the confidence to put me in with them whereas now he's, he's like he's pushing me in with them like you know what I mean like mm. I've done rounds of Frankie Gavin and 
Frankie Gavin isn't far far off on the top in the world. He's a world, he was a, he was a world amateur boxing champion, yeah. Um, yeah, and that was super sparring. Like that, the spot sparring at that level is amazing. Like it's mm. unbelievable. Like it's so, how, how how heavy does sparring get? Uh, it's nearly like a fight. Okay, uh, like you can get to the point where if I catch a lad heavy, he wants to catch me back heavy, and it just turns into. The Are they kind of told? that's the interesting thing I always find about sparring I'd say for you it's like just go for it but the guy who's not fighting are they told listen get in there give him as good as you get but just take a percentage off or it's very much just get in there no it's just get in there do your thing that's yeah. it there's no hold back and like you said once you get that first punch it's a fight yeah I, I suppose for even the the, 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 spar- the the guy who you're brought in for I'd say it has to yeah like even sparring Stephen Armand as well Stephen Armand mm. he, he uh, absolutely class lad and he doesn't take liberties like I don't know I'm sure he'll probably knock me out if he wants to but he doesn't <laughs> hold back he doesn't hold back at all when you're sparring like and, uh, just get very rough like you know what I mean like, and it's heavy kind of onslaught yeah. non-stop punching as well when I'm sparring I, mean, I tell you I don't get any better sparring than him I do be absolutely shattered after two rounds of him, like. and is, is there ever a falling out Never. Never. Never, never. So the minute, m- minute it's Bell or the, whoever cuts out, it's just it, yeah, touch gloves no and that's it. No whatsoever, like. Mm. And if there, is, if there is that one person that gets a, a huff over something they didn't like, Jordan Sparrow, and everybody kind of looks it's at Probably because they were getting the better of. Get over it, like, you yeah. know what I mean? So what happens in the, mm. the ring, stays in the ring, like, yeah. you know what I mean? There's no point in being upset about it. So what, you caught, you caught you with an elbow or whatever, just get over it, like, and move on. Like. Yeah. yeah. So it's fight week. Obviously, things maybe start slowing down a little bit, or I, one thing I'm not sure of, but obviously, the closer it gets, the more it's going to be in your mind. What is your, what's best for keep for switching you off now this week? For um, being a bit of a distraction for a couple of hours, or just to get away from it, or do you try and stay in it? Or oh, I stay in it, completely focused. Like I just, that's all I'm thinking about is the fight. I'm absolute nightmare to be around as mm. well because I get real edgy and I'm very narky as well. It drives me poor wife mad. <laughs> that's got to be a, a thing in the fight game, whatever about us that we're in team sports and whatever. You're on your own. It's very, I'd say, it's almost impossible to not think about it twenty four seven. And obviously, coming up to it. I'd say it's very hard to be remotely paid. Like, it's six days to go now, and you're still... It's all you're thinking about, and then it's you against him, and just constantly in your mind. I'd say it's tough to stay just shy of ready to go too early. See, that's what I think about when I'm training. Like, when I know that I'm going to have a super spire, my last spire is brilliant, like, right, I'm ready to go. That's mm. how I think of it. Right, I'm ready to go now. So all I need to do is just take over and just think about what I'm going to do to him when I get in the ring, like... And it's a constant, you open the fridge and you see his face, or you're seeing. The I'm just constantly your head. thinking about it. I'd be standing in the kitchen shadow boxing and thinking about what I'm going to do to him. Yeah. Or opening the fridge going, it's empty because I can't eat. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well eat celery sticks, <laughs> drink water to stay full. <laughs> what about sleep? Because obviously sleep is a huge thing, but do you find it hard to, to sleep or do you be just so tired that it's. Like, I mean, when you're talking about thinking about the fight, like coming up to it, say even the night before, is that a problem or do you just conk out because you're so exhausted? No, I am. Um, <laughs> it's something that I actually get slagged over in work I'm always told I'm absolutely dead inside yeah because as soon as my head hits the pillow I'm gone right I'm gone it doesn't mm. matter what's on my mind I'll fall asleep and I'm always told yeah so you'll have a good night's sleep yeah Friday always night, no, but I'll fail even like all of them all of them last fight I was expecting because I was in a different place I was expecting I hear I'm not going to sleep tonight and as soon as my head hits the pillow I was gone out, yeah. out for the count right would you have a little nap 
during the day of the fight or anything like that no um, no. no 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 day of the fight it's just about just about getting my mind ready really like mm. I watch some videos and listen to listen to music constantly listen to music music's like so therapeutic like so and do you wish does a part of you wish that you turned pro earlier yes yeah all the time mm-hmm. every day I, my manager always says it to me as well where were you four years ago and yeah I always say to him I, I wish I found you four years yeah. ago but so how, how, how did that start off like wh- wh- where did the boxing for you start off um, ask me brother okay it was I needed something kind of I was so angry and so I don't know there was a lot going on with me after Pascal died like and I decided to go boxing to kind of look for an outlet for it right um, it helped me calm me down something great like it did I, t- I took all my anger out on the bikes or whoever I was in the ring with and then just it kind of just went from there like okay alright so it was a focus then yeah. it was really to help you and since then like uh, that's why I wear his name on my shorts and I literally kind of put every fight to him because he's the reason why I started boxing yeah. in my own mind it was to kind of help me cope with what was at the happening so yeah well, I'm sure he's proud of you now, anyhow. Oh, yeah, he would be. He probably could only imagine him standing outside the ring screaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're only 608, come on! <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> That's completely true me there. Uh, what way does it work for you now on fight day? Because it's a long day. You're not fighting until probably after 8 o'clock. Mm. And you say you have your night's sleep and you don't have your little nap. How do you... You're up first thing, obviously it's going to be in your mind, and as you said, you're going to be thinking about it constantly all day long. What is your kind of general routine? Um, up, breakfast, chill for a while. I might go for a walk, I might go out and do something, like probably go over and go to the Valley or something, mm. something silly like that, um, come back, eat dinner. I'd probably stop eating about five o'clock, a couple, maybe two, three hours before the fight. And that's it. Like I, I, I don't really do much. I just yeah. literally just sit around and scratch me my arse until I'm getting in the ring, and then yeah. that's it. Like that's a bit like yourself, Dad. Yeah, that's, that's Saturday for me. Except <laughs> for a little bit, a lot of scratching though. <laughs> uh, right, what we're going to do is we're going to go for a break, and we'll come back, and John will be with us again. You're listening to Liffy Sound on ninety-six point four FM. Good morning, welcome back here to the, uh, to, to the Liffey kickoff, <laughs> to the big kickoff here in Liffey Sound 96.4. We have pro boxer John, uh, John Joyce here with us and uh, just to finish off on your fight, I know you're not one to, but it'd be nice to to suck one out. Yeah, any predictions? Uh, just victory? Uh, win. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not feeling great, I'll win an eight. Well, that's my one anyway. But, uh, How many rounds is it? Uh, it's six rounds. Six, six rounds. rounds. Yeah. Okay. So w- when when does it up? When do the rounds? Well, uh, regional title is eight rounds. And okay. Then Irish title is ten rounds, and then European title is twelve rounds. Okay. So right. obviously each fight as it comes, and you listen to even the the the, the elite guys or the the world champion guys and all that, they don't look too far into the future. Obviously, you want an Irish title and stuff like that, and it doesn't yeah. just happen in in, a, in one fight. No. Do you? Do you plan out the year in the sense of date-wise, or or can you just put the trust in the guys? Just keep loading them up in front of me. You don't. You don't look. You don't kind of go. I'm going to fight here. I'm going to fight here. Not necessarily who, but you don't plan too far ahead yourself. You just trust the lads to work away with you. It's all down to the manager. I leave everything to him. Like I nearly. I kind of. It's funny. I treat 
the boxing like I treat my job mm. the manager is the boss you know what I mean he mm. tells me what to do what I do it yeah. and that's the end of it like he'll tell me when I'm fighting and when I'm not fighting he'll tell me who so for you you're fighting on Saturday and that's it yeah that's you know you'll get there and yeah. you trust him to get yeah. you there oh, and he's brilliant, brilliant absolutely brilliant he looks after me I actually feel like his son have at the time mm. like he's been so good to me like he looks after me great so I completely not trust him so, so I'm not going to push it but <laughs> is there a possibility of an Irish title this year or yeah, a challenge yeah yeah definitely yeah, yeah. providing all goes well yeah. happy days I, I won't try and I'll push <laughs> too much more so anyway listen the calendar for boxing in the next two or three months because obviously you're a big boxing fan yourself and you're obviously yeah. being a student of it oh, yeah. it's fully loaded for the next two or three months obviously yeah. the big one coming up is Parker Joshua is it on the other Do way you call that a big fight well that's Would you call that's that just that that's, no but in fairness that's proved the point because I don't think it is I don't think Parker's on his level it's well, a, I don't think it's a big fight I yeah. think it's another little kind of stepping stone for Joshua to be honest I, Do you know, I don't think I he's think on his level is he Parker out. no I think he'll knock him out the one and only fight I've seen him was his last fight because obviously they were probably known Sky probably knew they were probably going to meet so they showed his last fight and I was very underwhelming yeah. Yeah, that guy's a world champion yeah, yeah. bloody annoys me but there's only one fight that everyone wants Wilder and, yeah. and, and Joshua yeah. and then if Fury ever gets his finger out then maybe I was very very kind of skeptical about Wilder on the last fight and I think Wilder good. will knock Joshua out do you think so yeah he's and got it the reason why I think he'll knock him out is because Klitschko put Joshua down mm. and Klitschko is what age Wilder is just didn't have freakishly yeah. strong yeah if Wilder even catches him with them crazy swings that he throws that's Joshua it and he's out. potentially fitter than Joshua because Joshua punched himself out against Klitschko yeah he did he literally had yeah. one flurry and he was gone for about two rounds I could start talking about a controversy here but like go for it um, you can't fight each other anyway <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that seemed a bit strange to me people were saying he got a second wind and whatnot. no he was dead on his feet he was, he was gone he was gone he should have been finished all of a sudden he just came back and to me that looked like a little bit of Mexican corner work to me to be honest okay. with you okay moving on anyway yeah. <laughs> but, listen it, you know it just you can never say never you can never say never Wilder as you said he has crazy angles that he comes at is he a little bit wild? Is he like obviously he hits amazing punches? He's His nuts. accuracy is good, but some of them look like slaps. Yeah, at times. Like, it ca- could could that could that be his undoing though? Like I, I talking about his punching and his punch power. He punches with his arms. Mm. I could imagine that man, that's the power he's getting with just hitting with his arms. If mm. he was to put his hips behind punches, he'd mm-hmm. probably kill someone. Like yeah, he would. He cracks skulls. Like is I I don't know is he's freakishly strong like and mm-hmm. I think even like against Ortiz it showed that he has serious a serious serious chin because Ortiz can hit hard and yeah. I think Ortiz actually hits hard than Joshua mm-hmm. as well and he, he took them well and came back like you know what I mean yeah, yeah, so I yeah. don't see so he is the perfect matchup for Joshua yeah I don't see Joshua giving him any trouble but in fairness don't. in fairness though Wilder was saved by the belt against Ortiz I mean he he, he actually was hanging on and was that not the beauty of the heavyweight division like yeah, every heavyweight <laughs> has that one punch that's what I'm saying so and I think that's why it's exciting again because there is some decent heavyweights now and that's why boxing as much as all the other divisions are the classier boxers but the heavyweight division does kind of bring the profile up again of boxing and it is where does Tyson Fury fit in all this I, I doesn't know. fit in much that's like, for sure yeah. <laughs> skinny guy <laughs> I am not a fan of, uh, of Tyson Fury at all I just I don't know he annoys me like he just he's, 
I don't like arrogant fighters, and yeah. he, he just the way he portrays himself is absolutely. But is that, but that not terrible. is that not to get just publicity? No, is that I not just, just think that's his personality. personality that's his personality. Yeah. He's just yeah. a horrible personality. But like, yeah. I don't know. I think he, I, for a heavyweight, you can move. Like I don't know. I think mm. he, he. I think he could be be probably beat Wilder if he moved against him but I don't see him beating Joshua like Stoyles wins fights yeah. you know what I mean yeah. but I don't know I don't see him beating Joshua but it does make it interesting if he, yeah. if he was back to see the problem is that it's such a big weight to drop down and he hasn't fought for years oh. now and so boxing purists would be nervous to see him do yeah. as well as he did considering the shape he's put himself yeah. in and if he got to the top of the tree again it almost put a bit of a mockery on it almost yeah yeah when you think about it but he is awkward he is that type of fighter like look how clever he was against klitschko yeah klitschko had no answer i'm not i'm not saying i don't like him as a fighter as yeah a fighter, like just him as a person, a person I, oh, yeah. I think like, many people be like that as well i don't exactly. think too many people incredibly are. yeah i can't listen to him now he goes on and he has too many you are twitter clips or fa- facebook mm. or whatever yeah. clips and it's all but I, I think he does all a lot of that for publicity yeah but I think you're right. I don't. I don't think there's too much difference between his normal day-to-day personality and that no, personality. Anyhow, that's so. him in general. Yeah. The last heavyweight one to mention because I'd, it'd be interesting to see what you say. Hey, Bellew. I know it, it's a bit of a joke. To me, it's a bit of a joke shop, isn't it? Yeah, that last fight actually won me money. Believe it or not. No. Um, I swear to God, everybody had hay to be. Mm. I don't know why something was has just telling me put Bellew down to win win knockout, and I did, and I won. I think eight hundred euro on it. Right. I think it was like six to one or something to win win knockout. It was crazy anyway. And uh, I think this time though, I do think hay will beat him this time. It. I mean, how much? I, I, like a lot of credit's been given to Bellew for mm. the for the last win, yeah. but he he was fighting someone he who gave was himself a lot of credit for that win. He gave himself a lot of credit, like, and but he he, he, he was stumbling around. He couldn't walk. It just and annoyed still, me a bit more so the way Bellew went on about the win. Yeah. he's ignoring the fact that. Hey was gone from gone. the fight and he had nothing. But he's bad. Yeah. He should have put him away ages ago. Ages yeah. ago, when yeah. it was, he dragged the f- the fight was dragged out. It was just showed that Bellew isn't what he makes himself out to be yeah. or people make him out to be. It's just I'll say this, and it's just British fighters are just made out to be so much better than what they are. Like yeah. they, they're hyped up. And yeah, it's it's they hype their own up really badly. Like, is I was just going to say that is that a bad thing? Obviously, because when eventually they do have that, because there's a over the last five years, out. it's so much. There's so many of them fighters are up, 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 top fight done. Yeah, is that clever by Heron to get them as much money as possible, even though they're not that good, or? Is it good for him because he's hiding? It's up good to get for him. It's clever for him. He's the one getting yeah. the money, more money, out and building up these super man. fights. That's and some it. of these fights hit box office, and you're like, it should never be a box office that's fight. It, exactly. But he's hyped it up. But that's that's why I wanted to ask you: Is it clever that he's getting them up to a level that they shouldn't really be, or is he just doing that in order to obviously to make his himself the most money? Is it a bit of both? I think it's him. It's more him. him yeah. yeah, no, that's fine. It's just that's something why I want he's to know. probably one of the most hated promoters in the world, like so because of that. Because of it, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because it's a hell of a lot of British fighters in the last five years that got that title shot in there. Yeah. They're always left short. Scott Quigg being the ultimate for me at that time. Like The, the, the Phantom was hilarious. He just froze. Yeah. I'll never forget that. Michael Conlon. We yeah, just last night, yeah. One last night. Um, it came out that, more or less, that the Olympics were fixed. 
I like, do you think? Yeah, but but it's it's more cemented now. Right. Like we we all obviously all knew and had an idea, but uh, it's been it's more uh, evidence behind mm-hmm. it now. Not that you didn't needed much evidence when thirty two judges were thrown out after mm-hmm. the Olympics, which says a whole lot. But so amateur boxing and going into, I mean, how much corruption is in boxing? Amateur boxing is more corrupt than pro boxing will ever be. Mm. Right. Amateur boxing is it's just really bad and I was in at the Dublins the weekend and I seen it in the Dublins and that's kids yeah kids children yeah it's never ever 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 the person the judges that suffer it's not the referees that suffer it's the boxer yeah, always yeah. the boxer always and boxer. in relation to without pushing too much would it be biased to certain clubs 100% 100% right. 100% I won't start naming clubs yeah of course but that's what it is more so than actual money or yeah. it's always kind of see the same clubs the same people from the same winning clubs their winning share stuff and it's been going on for years it's amateur boxing is so corrupt mm. it's more like you think because Pro boxing is a business. You think it might be corrupt, but it's not half as bad, in my opinion. It's not half as bad as amateur boxing. Amateur yeah. boxing is so and the bad. the pro side, it's probably more the overhyping and the selling of dud yeah. fighters and they make them out to be better it's than what they are. That's, probably where, that's probably where they, they corrupt it. They, they, they fool us more so, I suppose. Because obviously there is some dodgy decisions in fights. And, and I know that. Mexicans as well. Mexicans. <laughs> Mexicans are just known. Who's I'm going to get up Who's the, the next Mexican on the list? Mexican. Let's fight. There's Jesus Rojas or Jose Luis Aguilar. Right. Are you listening? Come on, Stan. We're calling you out. <laughs> probably my favorite, one of my favorite fighters is Mexican. But they well. are, though. Obviously, uh, Triple G and, and Alvarez is coming back on again. Yeah. I know it was, a, it was a controversial draw, really, wasn't it? Oh, you honestly talk a lot of wonderful. Yeah, I won, I, I'm, a, I'm a big Canelo fan, but I absolutely love Triple G. And I was expecting, I was actually expecting the Triple G knockout to be honest. Mm. But he done Canelo done well against him, but mm. I still don't. It was a great fight. fight. It was brilliant. I mm. can't wait for the, the rematch. I really can't. But yeah. you actually can see. Got and and out the time. bit of drug controversy is it is it fairly innocent or no? Yeah. No, is he Mexican? They're, they're, they're <laughs> cheaters. They are known to be cheaters. You know Mexican. this goes out worldwide. On, yeah, on the it's, 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 uh, <laughs> Hola, Hola. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> we front door now in a couple of days. El bandito. <laughs> allegedly, I always put allegedly in there. It's alleged. Allegedly, I think uh, your manager should get now Mexican uh, manager on the line. And say, hey, listen, <laughs> got a cracker for you. Will you come with a sombrero? No, it, they have like they have been known for years to be always on the end of drug scandals. Uh, the hand wraps yes the Margarita like, was yeah, the famous one wasn't he the adrenaline in the corner like they just have known been known for it like the, okay. just a lot of dodgy stuff surrounds the, the Mexican ones, allegedly boxing good man boxing bo- boxing in general is it in a better place than it has been over the last 10 years or is it still slightly fading? No, it's actually, at the, to me, it's at the picking up. I don't know whether it's because my interest in it has kind of rose, mm. but I think boxing is getting big again. Yeah. I think, uh, at the moment, again, the UFC stuff, yeah, everybody loves the UFC stuff, but I can actually see UFC is starting to fade. Oh, yeah, because the stars aren't there. If, if, yeah. if the biggest if one we all know. McGregor is. isn't there, it's fading. Mm. And that's, it, it's bad, because they, they know they can't make money. And the big fights that are falling short a week later too early because they can't make weights yeah. or it's mm. somebody breaks up. it's just ridiculous it's, it's, like, 
it's not a pure sport in my opinion like it's full of drugs it's yeah. full of it like mm. and everybody says oh so is boxing well boxing isn't as bad yeah it's yeah. not like yeah. Mm. but not only that though it is boxing doing its bit as well like a lot of the big fights are actually starting to be made now Mm. a lot more than it used to because they always it. avoided each other yeah. now I know Pacquiao Mayweather was seven years too late and there wasn't a great fight but you've got your Triple G and Alvarez's yeah. and even Lomachenko taking on um, who was it the last one oh that's coming up Lenares no, Rigando, Rigando, Rigando. that's a great matchup yeah. you know the best that arguably Cuba one of the greatest fighters they had but now boxing Joshua's got in nice and early and he's starting to take them all on and obviously yeah. the top matches are, that has to play a part in it as well yeah look it is it's boxing is getting so much better I'm, I'm happy it's happy for mm. it's good for the likes of myself like that so even in Ireland look how big yeah. pro boxing is getting in Ireland now like it's starting to really take mm. off like like last year and there's plenty I in started, it, it, it I would have been lucky to get two fights by now and I've had five like you know what I mean yeah. that just shows how big it's getting like it's and your Celtic great. clashes and the other ones they, they're selling out really yeah they? the Pretty red much. corner thing yeah uh, the red corner guys the my crowd box in Ireland and Tony Davo promotions mm. and then there's this new guy had to come on board as well Neil Power the fight I was I had down in Waterford his uh, probably it was like Las Vegas production that he done on the show it was absolutely amazing like hands down one of the best productions I've ever seen even better than some stuff I've seen in Vegas like <laughs> so like you have the the tree there and I've heard some other guys are starting to, to try start their own shows now I heard something to do with Limerick and probably yeah. Cork as well yeah. like so it's, and it'd be interesting to get a bit big. of a mix with the UK because it is fairly strong in the UK and I know Sky and Eddie Hearn obviously does hype it up but it'd be nice to get it because there's like the one up the north now where it's kind of like north v south there's three or four fights on the is it Frampton's card yeah that's the MTK show I think yeah I think. we'll get to them in a second cause oh I I yeah I was going to bring it up so that's why I'm kind of segueing into that but it'd be nice if you can get a bit more kind of Ireland v England kind of thing or UK fights because obviously yeah. the pro game is so strong and that's obviously the, probably the next level obviously I'm sure it's going to go so Britain and Irish fighting is quite strong but MTK as we all know it's a bit strange we talked about a couple of weeks ago about the whole media band slash Irish band it's why, why aren't the likes of Conlon and kind of going right whatever about we won't talk to the media well, let's face it we all know it's just one paper and probably one bloody yeah. uh, it's usually out on a day that we're literally sitting on right now but they're not signing the Irish fighters I'm surprised they haven't taken a stance on that considering how Irish they are and he was very Irish yesterday on Paddy's day and this and that why isn't he kind of going to his management saying whatever about the media man what's the story with this not signing signing fighters I don't know um, that was a very long question it was like, I don't know what the story is with the whole MTK thing and yeah like, it doesn't look good from the outside does yeah. it it doesn't they're, like they're, they had there was a lot of taboo around MTK and yeah. they're not allowed to kind of box in Ireland because of all that stuff that mm -hmm. happened a few years ago yeah. at the Regency Hotel. But with, with this, it's kind of it's making it worse. Really, yeah. when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's making giving them kind of a kind of a bad life for people to shine look at them like you know. What I mean? yeah. And yeah. I have a couple of friends that are from boxing that are signed with them as well. Yeah. And it kind of annoys them now because they have to keep traveling to Belfast. But was it really there though? Was this kind of, not anti-anti-gate, but was it really there? Because I didn't think it was there. 
if you know what I mean but I can imagine there's a publication that comes out every Sunday it looks as though they're obviously probably talking about it but it looks as though they're about playing it? into the paper's hands yeah doesn't it and just falling for the trap of they haven't really said much to papers to kind of maybe mm. insinuate a couple of things or whatever but they could easily be just discarded no don't think about it and then it all be swept you know mm. swept over but they seem to have made a big deal mountain out of a molehill as far as I see that's it they have they've just made it look worse than mm. what it could have because yeah. somebody questioned Paddy Barnes I think on Twitter and he mentioned one journalist in the one paper that we all know what we're talking about and that was it Yeah, and I was like well what's, what's the, problem, the problem somebody is going to mention it because it's it's a fact unfortunately and that's the price you have to pay tickets for Celtic clash is there any left um, I'm very low at the moment and I keep getting people on to me and so I don't know I'm not I, I won't hold tickets but if people want more you can get them they're and very limited because it's such a small show and who can they contact if, if me they, you not me through Facebook or Twitter or Instagram ok and, yeah what's your handles what's it what's your name jo- just John Joyce oh, Facebook John Joyce what's Facebook Twitter? Yeah, Twitter is John Joyce and <laughs> He's a great seller. Instagram is John Joy's Pro Boxer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, listen, best of luck. We uh, really hope you make it 5 and 0, and we want to see you go up them rankings. And again, an Irish title uh, chance would I'm be brilliant. Some Mexican dodgy fell out in Tijuana or something, see what you can get this going. <laughs> Poke the stick. <laughs> <laughs> John Joyce said he'd get John Joyce yeah. <laughs> oh we know him do you have anything yet no yeah actually yeah um, it started by way recruit, recruit but when I was training uh, <laughs> he said basically I was a demon he said I was like I'd come out of nowhere they wouldn't hear me and I'd, all of a sudden I'd just be there and basically I'd be on top of them and he'd be like that world has just ended so it was a fella named Philip Calvin and uh, called me the Demogorgon Oh yeah, it's from a TV show, The Demogorgon. Right, okay. It's from a TV show, uh, Stranger Things. Yes, that basically means the Prince of Demons. So that's where the name came from. There you go. So apparently, I'm an angry guy as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't look angry to me, John. But hopefully, you, you you use all that anger in the right direction. Okay, listen, we're gonna go to a break, John. Best of luck, Pleasure. and uh, sure, we'll more than likely have you back in when you make it ten and eleven and twelve and all. Bring that belt in, would you? That's it. Talk to you.